What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Three Guys, Three Mics. Once again, I'm Coach D, and with me, I have Ryan, a.k.a. The Rhino. What up, We also have Jay from the Bay. What it do? All right, you guys. First of all, I want to thank everybody out there who's listened to us. We have over 1,000 listens. Oh, we big time. Yeah, I don't. I mean, man, that's that's a big accomplishment um, from, you know, just going around, just recording. Yeah. We should get some applause for that. Yeah, that's good. But just going around recording, you know, what we want to talk about, you know, just us, you know, three guys and just basically doing, you know, whatever we, you know, talk about whatever we want. And, you know, we have some listeners. We have some solid followers. With three microphones, too. Yeah. Because there's three guys. And three mics. And there's at least three microphones. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> at least. Yeah. So I just want to get that out of the way. Um we're hoping to get to to 2K faster, and let's let's get there. We can't do it without your support. But um, we're going to talk about our uh, midway point of the NFL. You know, we started off with the predictions, then we went to the quarterly. Now we're going to go midway. Season's going a little fast, huh? It does feel especially when fast. your teams uh, not doing so well. Ugh. I th- I think because you're rooting for the next week, you want to see how they look the next week, and right. then it's like. Uh... And then we're just disappointed again. And then they look good for like <laughs> they look good for like two weeks, and then it's another downer. Yeah, I mean the 49ers, They so we're recording this on Thursday before Thursday night football when they're about to play the Packers, and <laughs> we gotta have some sort of excitement, you know. <laughs> if we were to record after, maybe a little dreary. You know, it's funny too. When you look at it, like, it's been terrible. So many injuries, like, some sucky games. But they're still 500. Why do I feel like we could still win tonight? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Like, I still feel like they have a shot to get into the playoffs because it's it's bigger pool, I guess you can say. There's more teams that are going to make it. But Here, I, I don't know. The, here's the problem, though, is Kendrick Bourne had a false positive, And they contact, contact traced um, Trent Williams, uh, Debo, and Ayuk. So those three are not available to play for somebody who has not really, who doesn't even have the, the virus. And I get it. You want to be safe and you don't want to put everyone else at risk. But if he doesn't have it and he doesn't have it. You know? But then we got Justin Turner going around and celebrating with people. And when you know he has it, he was in a game. Come before on. Before he was bro. celebrating. Those are different. Uh, it's a false positive. The Giants had a false, the San Francisco Giants in their season, they had a false positive. So uh, first it was, you know, it came up and the test it was a positive. And so they, they missed two days, I think it was. Yeah. And then when it was false positive, he came back and played the very next day. Yeah. And he didn't contract it through the whole season. So I don't understand why they're not allowing them to play if it's a false positive. So with that, and plus all the injuries that we have, I I mean, it's getting very short of the list of people that I actually know who's on the team. And not saying that, you know, everyone's going to be like, oh, well, you're not a true Niner fan. I'm like, bro, no. We have literally like $80 million worth of cap on the IR. Yeah. And, and it, it, that's ridiculous. That uh, They're a deep team when everyone's healthy. But when you lose $80 million worth of players, uh, you're not so deep anymore. $80 million? $80 million. That's a lot of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money down the drain right there. Yeah. So but, sorry, I'm a little happy on the buttons. Hey, do your thing. Do your thing. I had right some now. Chick-fil-A a little bit ago. 
So I'm like, I'm in a pretty good mood. Hey, shout out Chick-fil-A. Shout out Chick-fil-A. Sponsor, baby. And uh, love me some waffle fries, spicy chicken deluxe. (laughs) He's giving all the shout outs. Send it to me. I'm just, I mean, you know, for my fans. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. You know, y'all can send me, just DoorDash me, DoorDash me a a meal or something. Uh, Right out. What is it? Right out at three guys, three mics. What are we talking about? (laughs) I guess. I'll send it to Baywood Studios. Yeah. Okay. That's true. That's true. Let's get into this, Coach Z. Yeah, let's let's get into the uh let's start off with these records real quick. Um you know, we have uh we have the NFC. We'll start off with NFC. NFC West still the the basically the powerhouse, I believe, in the whole NFL. We have when we like we talked about the Niners, we're four and four and we're in last place. So I mean what do you guys think? Well that's a, that's what it is, right? Four and four it's five hundred. Right, they're not a terrible team, but they're you can see with all their injuries, they're not a great team either. Um, but this division is it's top notch, right? Seahawks six and one, Cardinals five and two, Rams are five and three. Uh, the this is good football that's played in this division, and it's gonna be tough to to win this division um, because yes, the Seahawks are up six and one, but they also lost to the Cardinals. So um, I can see. Three teams easily making the playoffs from this division. Well, for if you're a Cardinals fan, you're kind of still liking where you're sitting because the Seahawks they're one and one in the division, and Arizona is two and zero. Oh. And when it comes down to tiebreakers, that's basically what it's going to come down to is division record. Um, I mean, it goes head to head first, but which Arizona beat Seattle? I'm not you know, I'm not saying that they're going to end up winning the division or whatnot, but you know, they're still sitting pretty pretty good. I feel like that's some. Not that many division games as a whole. I haven't seen them play each other a lot, but it definitely helps Cardinals get a good foot forward on it. I think uh, I think you're definitely safe in uh, saying three teams can make it. I feel like that's easy money right there. Uh, and like They're, you said, I think a lot of their losses are going to come within the division, right? And it'll probably be balanced. Yeah, I as think all so. things should be. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. So let's go to uh, NFC East. Um. Once again, let's not. <laughs> I mean, Philadelphia is trying to pull out a winning record here, um, and they're leading three, four, and one. You got the Washington football team; they're in second, two and five. Dallas two and six. Giants one and seven. Giants could have won a couple games that they lost at the end, which is probably frustrating for them because you know they're like, well, we don't have a good team, but then at the same time, I mean, they're only a game and a half out or something like that. They should have beat Brady again. Yeah, we we all kind of just wrote them off, and they kept that game interesting. And then a couple mistakes down the stretch, they couldn't pull it out. But I mean, hey, they put up some good games. I I think the Eagles are going to pull it out through this division just because Dallas is a train wreck, Giants just can't win yet, and Washington's the same type of thing. They don't know who their quarterback is. They have a good defense, but they don't know who their quarterback is, and they're not putting up points. I think this is the Eagles to lose, to be honest. Yeah, they're getting healthy, a little bit healthier than what they were at the beginning of the season. Dallas is going the other way. Yeah. Um, you know, with Dak out, and then now um, Dalton, he got hurt with a concussion. Now he's, like, on the COVID list or something like that. So, I mean, Dallas's offensive game is pretty much taking a hit. And, and their defense is already terrible, yeah, so they, yeah. it was <laughs> it's a wash. Basically, so and that's the thing is the Eagles are not very good. Carson Wentz is kind of a mess this year, but they're still squeaking out wins. You know, three wins, <laughs> you're in first place there. So, 
their tie is definitely helping them out too at this point. Uh, NFC North, we have a good top part of the division is uh, Green Bay, 5-2. and two. The Bears, 5-3. and three. They're only a half game out. Lions, 3-4. and four, And Vikings, 2-5. and five. Those bottom two aren't scrubs either, I feel like. I feel like either one of those teams can win a game with Stafford and then. Well, Minnesota proved that last week, right, against the Packers. Minnesota's a good team. I just don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. Um, they definitely have the potential, but no need to talk about them more, really. It's this between the Bears and the Packers. The Bears are still surprising, but you can see that they have some flaws in their team. I don't know if they're going to be able to sustain it because what they start off five and zero or five and one. Five and one was it five four and zero and then five and one. Mm-hmm. So and now they're five and three, right? Um, I'm not sure who they're playing this week, but you can see there's some holes. Yeah, see, they did lose two in a row, so. I just don't know if they can sustain it with Foles um, as their quarterback, but I think the Green Bay Packers are the better team in this division, the best team in the division. They got whooped by the Bucks, though. You remember that? That yeah. was a little concerning. Yes, yes, but that's kind of what the Packers are, right? Like, even last year, the Niners blew them out, and they still went 13-3, I think it was, last year. Mm-hmm. And so it, they're going to have games like that. Just that's, I think that's just kind of the Packers' M.O., um, some games just kind of get blown out, and other games they blow other people out. Uh, but I think they're going to win more often than not. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Um, I think Packers are going to definitely be there at the end um, when it comes down to who's going to win the division. But if the Bears can sneak out a win against Green Bay, then you know, it can make it really interesting. Uh, we got NFC South, Tampa Bay, 6-2, and two, Saints, six or 5-2, and two. Uh, Panthers three and five, and Atlanta two and six. Poor Atlanta, man. They just find ways to lose. I think they're a better team than what they are. I mean, I think they got three wins where they should have pulled it out. So that would be what five and three. So, I mean, that would be right there in the top of the division. Are you know battling um, Tampa Bay and New Orleans? They struggled last year too, though. They did. So it's kind of weird. I remember us going into week, I don't remember what it was, 13-14 against the Niners last year. And they were one of those three losses, even though they were a bad team. And so it it just shows you that they they can hang with the best. Well, I think I think last year they started off terrible, and uh, they were going to fire their coach, Dan Quinn. And then everybody kind of played for him, and they finished off the season really well. And so he kept his job. And then the same thing this year is they start off terrible and – this time he did get fired. So I don't know. I think they do have the talent on offense and defense, but their defense is not great, so they do have to put up a lot of points, and that's kind of their defense is kind of losing games at the end. But this division really is the Buccaneers and Saints. It's really going to be who outscores the other team, to be honest. I don't, I, I don't think the Buccaneers have a great defense. They do show up a little bit. I think their defense is better than the Saints. Oh, definitely better than the Saints. But um, I think when they play each other, it's definitely going to be shootout. So they play each other this week, and – Let's talk about this real quick. There's a ridiculous thing that pops up last weekend. Breaking news. Drew Brees passed Tom Brady for the all-time touchdown record. Like, who cares? It's not like he's passing somebody who's retired because then Brady on Monday passed him. And this is like, is it, are we going to see this all season? I hope they do it all game, this next one. Back yeah. and forth, back and forth. And every time they, yeah, so Breeze passes him, he should actually get the ball. Like, I need that ball. And then Brady passes him, I, I need that ball. You know what I mean? Just to show how ridiculous this is. It's pretty nuts. But, um, yeah, I think Tampa Bay actually, they're, they, 
they figured it out quicker than I thought they would. Yes, um, they are squeaking out some games, but g- good teams do that, right? They mm-hmm. do squeak out some games. So, I like you said, I'm a little surprised that they've put it together a little bit faster than I thought they would. But and you know what? <laughs> you know who's getting not? I don't want to say healthy, but probably in shape is Gronk. Because the first half yeah. of the first half of the the eight, he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't in football shape. Now he's he, in shape. He's he's doing. What he's, he's showing doing. up. He's showing up. I don't understand the need for Antonio Brown though. I just don't get it. I they're, wouldn't have done it. They have so many weapons, and like you said, they're getting better week by week. And then they got this guy that he's got his own dramas. I don't think he's going to come in pushing an agenda right away. Right? It's not his place. He's been out of football for almost two years now, and. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's going to be as much of a burden. I just don't see the need for him on the offense. What? What if this is the reason? So the Saints couldn't sign him, which could be. Which could be. Um, he. They uh, are having a receiver mess right now in in New Orleans. That's true. Well, I thought the big thing he was going to go to Seattle. He was working That's, out with yeah. Russ. He was doing all that. Seattle was looking really well. They are playing well. Um, I'm just surprised he just said, "Forget you, Russ," and went to Tom Brady. Yeah, but. Um, I don't know. Bruce Arena is 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 saying he's talking big. He says Arian, he Arians, right? Bruce Arians, yes, right. You always confuse him with the soccer coach. Oh yeah, I love soccer, <laughs> but but he didn't take us to the World Cup. Anyways, uh, yeah. So Bruce Arians, is, he's talking a big game, saying like, "Hey, he, he's drama. We're letting him go. If he causes a fuss, we're letting him go. Like we have players on this team. You're gonna fit in like everyone else. He's definitely getting ahead of it. Yeah. So um, um hopefully if there is something, he talks to talk. You know what I mean? Walk yeah, the wall. Definitely. We know how good he is. We know it. But after that hit by Vontez or whatever, it, I, he's been funky. And um, I don't know. I just, I, I definitely think he's still got a lot left in the tank. I just don't know why they need to put him on a team that already has two well-established receivers. They got to get fully healthy all together at the same time. And then they already have, you know, a pair of tight ends that are really good. I don't know. I'm just a little confused. Plus, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ronald. Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. They have, they have, they're like two, three deep on every position. And, and the defense is good. It's, that's all right. They're a little scary. But. All right. Well, let's jump over to the AFC where I feel like we've done a lot better as far as picking wins. But uh, Buffalo. I think it's easier. Six and two Buffalo. Miami, four and three. Surprise Miami, four and three. Uh, New England two and five Jets poor Jets zero and eight. Um, the real question is: the Jets going to win a game? You know, it's getting less and less. Like, I don't know. I don't think so. Man. They're a bad team, like a bad team. There's not very good football players on that team, and they even traded some of the players away um, before draft. I I think we kind of call this one. It looked like the Bills was the better team, and they're kind of r- running away with this. Dolphins are a little surprised. Um, I am more upset with them getting rid of Fitzmagic and putting Tua in this early. Um, Tua just only had one game. He didn't wow anybody, but they won. But uh, we'll see. I, I think the Bills got this one. Now it's if the Dolphins take a shot and get a chance in the playoffs. Yeah. Make the playoffs. I mean, they Tua didn't do anything in that game. <clears throat> I get it. It's his first game. and But I, I just don't like how the networks are like, Tua and the Dolphins got or Tua won this game. Blah blah. He's one to zero. No, they had a defensive touchdown and a special teams touchdown. Good for them. But you know, if he gets going, 
you know, we've seen what he can do in college. And if he gets going, then, you know, watch out for them. But also, Fitz, I just feel bad for Fitzmagic because he, they, their last four games, was, they were three and one. Yeah. Right? So he was, it was winning football the last four games. Why would you just give that up and give it to Tua? Because you have a shot to make the playoffs? Or I, I don't understand. Do you wonder if maybe it's, you know, our last show, we talked about analytics a lot. And I don't really think there's a whole lot of analytics into this. Just mainly trends. Does Fitzmagic, does he sustain his success in a season? Usually fizzles out. Right, but I feel like you ride him and then as long as you t- can. Tua famously came in at the half and won a championship. That's true. Also, though. And he came in the half halfway point of the true. season. Also, he did the opposite, though, where he sucked, and then they brought in someone else, and then they... It's true. Jalen Hurts came in, yeah. won him a game. So, mm-hmm. I mean... I don't know. I feel like you ride Fitzmagic. I understand that. No, and I then agree. And then you put two in when he needs to be playing it. But you just switched them while you were winning? Seems weird. I don't know. I'm not a fan of that. I agree. I, I'm right there with you. I'm just, I'm trying to understand. Talk it out, right? Especially, I mean, he was looking so good. Beat the defending NFC champions. Embarrassed him, bro. Embarrassed him. Ugh. I don't want to talk about it. AFC South. <laughs> Uh, Tennessee five and two, Colts five and two, and then they got the Texans and Jacksonville. One I think we nailed six. it. Uh, we, I think we were generous in giving the Texans. What did we give them? A five hundred record, maybe. Yeah, I yeah. Think so. And uh, I know a lot of people thought that they were going to win this division, but just what we talked about and what we saw, they're they're a good team with some good pieces, but they weren't managed correctly. They're not coached correctly, and uh, it's just too much of a mess. Those players are so outspoken, and uh, I don't know. I just never saw a great future for them. Meanwhile, Tennessee, I felt like from last year, the only way to go was up, personally. They're they're going down. I mean, we got down, a couple slip-ups. Yeah. yeah, two in a row, and then losing to the Bengals, that, that hurts. Um, you got to beat the, the teams that you are supposed to beat. Right. Um, I think it hurts that it was definitely two in a row. But a lot of seasons, even in good seasons, you're going to see the occasional weird loss. You're going to have slip-ups. But I think it's probably – I'm don't. i not sure who they're playing. I should check the schedule. But uh, sometimes you look over games, and it probably was what happened. They had a tough game the week before versus the Steelers. Steelers, right? Wasn't that yeah. a last-minute one? Which was a tough game, very last minute. And then you play the Bengals, you're probably like, oh, we're going to beat them. Again, on paper, we're supposed to beat them. But that's definitely a slip-up. Um Yes, I do like the Colts. The Colts, you know, are four and one in their last five, and they're definitely figuring things out with their new pieces that they have. But uh, the Colts and Titans are—they're going to get into the playoffs, especially through this division. Yep. AFC North, we have Steelers seven and zero, Baltimore five and two, Cleveland five and three, and Cincinnati two five and one. Um, Steelers seven and zero. They doing what they're supposed to be doing here. Um, it's definitely helping that we picked Big Ben. Yeah, is our comeback player of the year. I don't. I, I remember us talking. We talked about them being good. I don't think we had them in first place no. just because no. the the hold that Lamar had, and we you know we were talking the whole off season that we thought Lamar was gonna dip. I, I just didn't think it would be this much. <laughs> a lot of people are really down on him as a as a quarterback. Of course. His leg's always a threat, but defenses are figuring it out as expected. They always do with these mobile quarterbacks. And uh, 
I mean, already getting the second loss that matches their total from last year. And I see them losing a couple more games. So we'll see what happens with them. But I, uh, I'm, ha- I'm happy Big Ben's doing well. Tomlin's probably looking like he is in the seat for a coach of the year, even, too. He's looking well, yeah. Uh, Browns are a little surprising that they're 5-3, and three, but who knows with the Browns, right? Because they could easily have slipped up and been four or 500 right there. Um, Bengals are kind of still too young to figure things out, but this is a fun division as it is right now. Um, 7-0, 5-2, 5-3. You know what I mean? They're playing well as well. So Steelers look good, though. Yep. Let's go to the AFC West, our last division. Um Chiefs seven and one, Raiders four and three, Denver four or three and four, Chargers two and five. I think we kinda pretty much are hitting this one. I think we had Broncos over Raiders, but we still had them about the same now, didn't we? No, we had the Raiders getting in. We had Broncos, I think, five hundred. Yeah, we had the Raiders at eight I mean nine and seven and the Broncos at eight and eight. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we're kinda nailing this yeah, one. Yeah, we're nailing that one. Um some of my Raider friends, they uh, they go, man. I listen to your you know NFL prediction show, and I don't, I don't, I just don't see nine wins. And then every time they win a game, I text them like, I told you, I told you, like they're not gonna win like twelve, right? But they, I, I have a feeling they're gonna win. They're gonna have a winning record this year. Uh, to be honest, looking kind of at the numbers right now, on um, both of them is we've we've hit the mark mostly on everybody. I think the only the worst one was our, our homer pick, which was the 49ers. That's yeah. probably the one that didn't stick. Minnesota. And Minnesota. Um, they still have a chance, I think. They still have good players. But they're definitely not going to hit the record that we had them at. Yeah. But uh, we're looking pretty good right now, which is kind of cool. Because um, we did kind of go game by game to pick it um, and kind of set up the records, which is which is nice. Um, and then looking at the players as well as we picked, they're close. Some of them are fading. Um, but, you know. Which lo- ones? Like Hilaire. I don't think he's going to pull it out. You got that handy? Yeah. Look at it. I can pull it up. Um, it's I, just, I remember Hilaire, and he was looking good. He looked like he could have been, but uh, I think it's it's tough to sustain a little bit. I think Burrow's going to take it. Yeah. Um, You know, somebody that kind of flashier numbers. Or Herbert's looking good. Herbert's looking real nice. Um, So I guess we'll just start right there. Rookie uh, offensive player of the year, we had Hilaire. And like you said, Herbert probably going to take it or Burrow just because their quarterbacks have more flashier numbers. Uh huh. They stay consistent. Yeah. And then we'll see what Le'Veon does if he takes touches away from Hilaire, which might hurt him. But um, there's that one. All right. uh, What about defensive player of the year? What do you guys think? Well, ours is squashed because our pick is done for the year. Um, I think... <laughs> if you look at it, it's almost like it's Aaron Donald's to lose a lot of times. He's got nine sacks. Um, he's tackled for losses. He's got 11 tackle for losses. He's always a, a wrecking ball. He gets the highlights of tossing players to the side. Um, I don't know. Who else you guys think? I mean, I, I, honestly, if Cleveland makes playoffs, I don't see why Miles Garrett can't get in there. He has nine sacks also. He does only have he has two less tackles for losses. Um uh, total tackles twenty five, so a lot um, more. His are solo too. Yeah, he gets the job done. I I think Miles Garrett's person is kind of kind of whack, especially well, yeah. that thing that happened last year with the helmet. But as far as talent, oh my gosh, that guy's a monster too. I think uh, we just don't look at it as much because of where he plays or 
four um, four forced fumbles as well. Two recoveries. So, uh, I mean, this is pretty much between those two, I think, to be honest with you. All right. Uh, what about MVP, you guys? This one is, is going back and forth. Um, Russ, you know, he's – we've talked about it before, and he has zero MVP votes throughout his career. Uh, he's been leading MVP talks. Yeah, like one slip up, and then then he came back, you know, against us had four touchdown passes or whatever. So he's definitely in 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 the running. I think he has twenty six touchdowns, six interceptions. Um, I he's having a great season, Russ, and I definitely think he deserves some votes, like he probably has in the past. But I feel like this season we're giving him the Leo DiCaprio treatment. We keep talking about how much, you know, he's not winning the award and how he should, but you got to sometimes look at the fact that, you know, those other years people were just better. You can't deny that. So since he hasn't gotten the award, now we're just going to like feel like we have to give it to him. Just speaking to Leo DiCaprio, I mean, Revenant, good movie, and that's the one he won for, but there was a lot of movies he should have won the Oscar for. And uh, I felt like when that, that one came around, they just kind of felt like they had to give it to him. So I think that's the same thing with Russell Wilson. That that narrative's just going to drive the season until it becomes reality. Yeah, I think he had some really good games and kind of blew up, and that's the narrative, right? Like, he deserves to win. He never got a vote, and now it's his time to win. Um, his his rating is really high. Uh, you know, 26-6 to 6 touchdown to interception ratio is pretty good. Uh, yards per game is 307. But the guys that are also in that conversation, Mahomes, same thing. His rating's really high. Uh, he's twenty-one to one touchdown to interception ratio, right? I think honestly, I think he's for me. He's still the front runner. Mahomes, yeah. I was gonna say the same thing because when I think about it, a lot of times rating and QBR is what we're, we're looking at, right? Yeah. And Mahomes has got the highest QBR, which is eighty-five point four. Um, Rogers is in that talk too as well. It was eighty-three point five. Uh, he's 20 touchdowns and two interceptions as well. I think Russ is getting all the talk because he's putting up more yards per game. And, and he has and the he most co- touchdowns. And most touchdowns. But he also has the most interceptions too, right? Yeah. Um, so he's th- he definitely collapsed against those Cardinals. I so. think what it is is the Seahawks need to put up points to win this year. Um, compared to other years, they've, they've, their defense, or they've got to score at least like 30 to win, it seems, nowadays. Even the Niners with a backup quarterback – Still put up almost 28 on them, I think it was, something like that. So they needed to get at least 30 to win. Of course, they got more than that. But uh, you, Seahawks nowadays, they have to put up points to win. And so it's on Russell, and he's putting up the numbers, you know, to back that up. But I feel like the other Mahomes and Rodgers are more efficient. And I know how you guys feel about this guy, but Tom Brady is fourth in yards, and he has 20 touchdowns, four interceptions. To me, that's kind of comparable to what Russ is doing. To be honest with you, um, you know, I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I think the only the knock on Tom Brady is it's not as efficient. He's throwing it a lot more. Um, you can see that with the QBR. His QBR is only seventy one point six. That's pretty low. But I get what you mean. He's still putting up numbers. I think he's just gained a lot more chances to throw the ball. He is, and he's looking good. I've never dogged Brady. I. I've always been a fan of Brady, just being a Bay Area kid. But um, I'm just saying that I feel like he's, you finally see him going downhill, you know. It's a slow roll, 
but <laughs> it's inevitable, right? I, I, I think it started last year. There are people, you know, like Max Kellerman, who have been talking that it's been happening for five years now. You know, even when he was going to the Super Bowl, still. Now, I think it started last year, and uh, I think this year it's just uh, it's kind of one of those moments for him. It's too big to fail. But no, I I think he deserves to be in a top five to seven list for yeah. MVP race. I can agree to that. Um, but I this is the rough part. MVP always comes out of the quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? The word, and that's that's always happens. It's cause they put the the big numbers. And they get paid the most, and they're supposed to, right? It's the hardest job in sports. But it's uh, MVP in football is always, always a quarterback. Can't succeed if he's not doing an adequate job, at least. Yeah. I still, like I said, I, I feel Mahomes is, is the front runner still. And, you know, with his team only losing that one. I feel like he's the safe pick, but I would. I just I don't even want to say it, but I think Russell Wilson is the front runner right now, just because of how what he's putting up. I just don't want that to drive the narrative for the rest of the season. We we were talking about it before the season even started. When you know, I don't know if it was ESPN or whoever it was who was talking about he hasn't received the vote yet, and then all of a sudden, week one he does, he shows up. That you know stat comes up again. Week two he shows up. That stat comes up again, and then he's had like. Two, you know, average games, and no one wanted to talk about it. And then he shows up. The, like, cause it, like for example, within the last couple of weeks, the Cardinals game, he he put up some numbers, but he didn't look good as as a quarterback. And you know, he was a big reason why his team lost. And we didn't talk about that. All of a sudden, he shows up against the very very uh, injury filled Niners, and it comes up again. So I just I feel like I don't want that to be the reason why he wins. I want it, if he's gonna win, it's gonna be because he's the best. And right now he's playing very well. I think football's so high and so low. Uh, yes, the narrative at the beginning was definitely Russell Wilson, but I felt like the first three to four weeks was Aaron Rodgers. It was all Aaron Rodgers. He kind of fell off. They should have been talking about him. More. It kind of fell off, right? And then Russ stole the limelight. He kind of fell off. I feel like Pat Mahomes is just steady. We're not talking about him, but he you he's look at, steady. You put the numbers on to you know check the numbers right. Mm-hmm. Look at the stats. He is steady, consistent. Let's look at the numbers. That's my thing. Look at the numbers, and that's what Patrick Mahomes is doing. Yes, he's lost a game, but he's just he's Patrick Mahomes. He goes out there, and he he puts up points, he puts his team in to win. That's why I think what MVP is. So that's that's your who you bet on. I'm still going with Mahomes. I think it's been Mahomes the whole season. And because this is a season-long thing, right? You're going to have highs and lows. Who knows? All of a sudden, next week, somebody else is going to come, you know, to go throw off for 500 yards or get something like right? Like, you just, it's a season-long thing. Well, when he wins, you can tell him. Tell him to bring me my money. That's right. Check me in Vegas. <laughs> um, offensive player of the year, we had um, Derrick Henry. I still believe that he definitely has a good shot at that. Um, he's, I think, one or one or two in yards, and then he's starting to pile up the touchdowns as well. Um, let's see. Yeah, he has eight rushing touchdowns. So he's number two in rushing touchdowns. And then um, he's also uh, – He's rushing 110, oh yeah, he's 110 yards per game. That's okay. pretty big. Yeah. So he, he's definitely definitely killing in, in the um, – the offensive categories. A couple of people that I want to bring up, though, um, Devontae Adams, all that guy does is score touchdowns. 
Like every anytime he's on the field, that's the his big thing is to be on the field. But when he's on, he's scoring one, two or more touchdowns a game. Yeah, the only thing is he's not on the field all the time. Like yeah. I have him on a fantasy team, and that's the only thing that kind of roughs him up. That is, he's he's hurt a lot. Um, you know, this guy's putting up numbers. You start to look at the receivers. Hopkins is doing his thing. Diggs is doing well. DK's, you know, kind of blown up in the last couple of games. Um, but I, I still think it's it's Henry's to lose. Dalvin's looking good, especially Dalvin back from injury. Good. Yeah. I, uh, I I I think we made a safe pick in picking Henry. I think at the beginning it was a little bit, you know, between Henry and McCaffrey. And, you know, the absence of McCaffrey's definitely opened it up to Henry. My only worry is that if Henry doesn't continue these all these sexy numbers coming out and he's not just, you know, a clear front runner for this award, they're just going to give it to a quarterback. And that's really what I don't want. Like I don't, I don't want to see another quarterback winning this award. It's not fun. So yeah, I, think I, that's why I hope we, Henry continues. I think that's why we went running back because we're like, yeah. you know, let's let's not pick a quarterback here. But Henry, Henry, he's had a couple big games that have puffed up those stats. He's consistent. I believe in him. But I hope that uh, he continues to have more sexy games. Is what I'm saying. Because if it, if he just has a a great season, it may just go to whoever the MVP is. He needs to have a fantastic season like McCaffrey did last year. Uh, I mean, that's just what I think. Dalvin Cook is 5.3 yards at carry. That's pretty good on 122 attempts. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook is killing it. You're right, right now. Mm-hmm. 10 so, touchdowns. So Kamara is also doing really well. He's got- Kamara's more so on the backfield, though. Running, running, I mean, uh, catching passes out of the backfield. He's also got five yards at carry, too. You yeah. know what? He's just not actually, getting enough attempts. Actually, Kamara. If the Saints do well and they end up coming going to the playoffs, which they probably will, he could be in the running for that as well because yeah. they use him a lot. And like you said, it's not just um, rushing; it's catching the ball. His basically his total yards is probably over you know hundred hundred and fifty. I would think. Oh, easy because his rushing was sixty one yards, and his uh, passing or receiving yards is eight, about eighty yards. So right there, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying. So he's he's definitely getting a y- a tons of yards, especially with Michael Thomas out, um, Manuel Sanders out. So he's definitely Drew Brees' uh, go to. I think um, the coach or one of the coaches, somebody, no, uh, Bruce Arians said that he coached Marshall Falk, and then he said that uh, Alvin Kamara is scarier than Marshall Falk. So I believe it. Well, uh, we talked about coach of the year. We still think that. Um, Vrabel will get it back on track. Yeah. Very, They're 5-2. and two. But He'll get back on Tom, track. Tomlin's definitely in the lead for that. Yes. And uh, I think that's uh, all we really we really picked, right? I think our picks yeah. are doing Super well. Super Bowl pick, we can maybe readjust. <laughs> if we had, okay, if we had a pick right now, Super Bowl, who would you pick? <sighs> Shoot. Still Chiefs, I think. I still think Steelers the look well. good. Steelers look really good. But the Chiefs, that one loss against the Raiders, hey, Hat off to the Raiders. They uh, fought out for that thing. And it's but a division game. Division games are weird. They they always are. But I just think the Chiefs have too many weapons, and Mahomes isn't showing any signs of slowing down. I stick with the Chiefs in the AFC, personally. Chiefs versus who? That's the question. Because I'm going to go Chiefs as well. I don't, it's hard to say in the NFC. I'm going Chiefs in Tampa Bay. It's not a terrible pick. 
It's not. I I wonder how those Tampa Bay boys will do in the playoffs. Um, we know Brady can do well. Um, will the rest of the team follow suit? I don't know. I feel like, yeah, NFC, there's a lot of good teams, but there's a lot of question marks. People talked about the Saints a lot at the beginning. Yeah, just, um, the defense is not good enough. Packers are too wishy-washy. I don't know about the Packers. Seahawks look real good, even though oh boy. I just I don't think their defense their is defense, good enough. Their, their defense. defense is not good enough. I don't think the Cardinals are, are mature enough. The Rams just don't have enough from Goff. Um, but Tampa Bay is not a terrible pick when you really start to look at it. I don't think the Bears have enough. Eagles, no way. I was gonna say I'm going division by division in my head, and the Eagles, baby, <laughs> let's Eagles, go. The, uh, fly Eagles, fly. Really, though, for just the sake of time, Tampa Bay. Let's say Tampa Bay. I'm fine with that. For I'm now, not, I'm not. For s- now, I'm not sold on anybody else. No, no. Let's check in in four weeks. Even True Breeze is making me feel shaky. I wanted to say Saints, but no. As we as we are right now at the halfway point of the season, Tampa Bay. All right. Well, there you guys go. That's uh, <laughs> that's our uh, Super Bowl pick midway, but um, let's uh, comment below or comment actually in our social media at Three Guys Three Mics at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and we'll definitely catch you guys on the next episode. See ya. <laughs>